Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Downrange Podcast. I'm Cody coming to you during a very busy week. We have a lot going on in the golf world, a lot going on in No Laying Upland, and excited to get up to Michigan this weekend to play an awesome event back in Grand Rapids with the crew from the Fried Egg. So I'm pumped about that. But this is a defining moment in Downrange history. I want to introduce to you the new presenting sponsor of this podcast, Mr. Ma Golf. In a little bit, you're going to hear an interview that I did with Mason, one of the co-founders of Mr. Ma Golf. It's a phenomenal clothing company out of Austin, Texas. There's a company that has a mission, and they actually believe in what they're trying to do. Not only trying to grow their business, shirt by shirt, hat by hat, but also they're putting their money where their mouth is, and that's supporting some amazing athletes that they're already sponsoring within the disabled golf world. I'm very fortunate to know almost all of them by now. And as we go later on in the year, we're going to hear more of the sponsored athlete stories. I'm going to cover more of their events that they're in, whether that the U.S. Adaptive Open, Simpsons Cup, or anything else that they're involved in. And we're going to hear and find out a lot more about Mr. Ma and what they have going on. I am proud to say that this podcast and all other downrange podcasts for the remainder of 2022 is presented by Mr. Ma Golf. You can find Mr. Ma Golf at mrmagolf.com. That is m-r-m-a-golf.com. Or you can follow along on Instagram at Mr. Ma Golf. Now here's Mason. First of all, Mason, thank yes. you so much for taking the time today. What are we here to talk about? What are we here to talk about? Well, we're here to talk about an exciting partnership that we're about to embark on. We'll talk a little bit about my company, our company, and my background probably somewhere in there, which feeds into that. But before we do that, I want to take a page out of uh, Bunkers in Baghdad, which is just to give you a, uh, a word of gratitude for uh, not just your service, which is obvious and appreciated, but also just doing this podcast. There's a lot going on in the world that isn't always super fun. And uh, I think telling stories of inspiration in the world and inspiration within golf is a, is a great endeavor. So I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Definitely a labor of love. Some would say that I, uh, when I retired, I didn't quite know what I was going to do. I knew that I wanted to tell stories that somehow found a way to inspire and teach people a little bit uh, of adversity and like how they can overcome little things in their life. I've been so fortunate from the beginning to find just incredible people, this cast of characters that we've had on Downrange that like inspire me to my core every single day. Most podcasts, they'll have guests on one time and that's kind of it, they just go off. But we've created like this little tribe of Downrange guests that we all keep up with each other. We get status updates all the time and it's like so cool to see not only their growth and, and watch and track what they got going on, but like to be a part of their story because I brought them into my story. So I appreciate I all the kind of And I words. love that you're doing it. We need it. So yeah, thank you for absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. So we're here. Let's talk a little bit about Mr. Ma. Mr. Ma. Yes, I'm the uh, co-founder of Mr. Ma. I would tell you I'm the CEO, which I am, but I'm also the chief of 
all the other stuff from, from packing boxes and folding shirts and everything else. The entire C-suite. I've got the C-suite <laughs> down to down to entry level positions and everything, and interns, everything, everything uh, in between. But we're a uh, Austin, Texas based golf apparel and merchandise company. And we are very proud to support the injured veteran golf community. And uh, we're new to this space. Our company is new and uh, we're, we're learning everything the hard way. And it's, it's really exciting. It's it, on so many different levels. And uh, I, I can't wait to, to uh, partner with you so that we can continue to shed a light on this corner of golf, uh, because I think it satisfies a lot of the things that you just started the pod with, which is telling all these stories of perseverance and of inspiration uh, that people need to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So it's out of Austin. Yeah. It's not just you though. No. Nope. So shed a little bit of light. Where did the name come from? Sure. Who's all involved? No problem. But you, you know, I, I think it might be important if I go backwards for one second because having a little bit of what, what do you call it, like the golf sickos yeah. and the golf addicts, having a little bit of that is why this happened. And I'll, if I could, I'll tell you a little bit about how we got there and then the name kind of falls into place. But um, as some of your other guests do on Downrange, I, I, I grew up in Coral Gables, Florida. And I had the privilege of growing up on a golf course on the third hole of this Donald Ross course called the Biltmore. And you would think that this story goes that I played golf every day and I was out back knocking balls around and that's where my sickness came from for golf. But I grew up playing tennis. I never once <laughs> held a golf club. And I would cross the third fairway and the first fairway to go over to this city run tennis center. The golf course was run by the city of Coral Gables. It's next to this insane hotel called the Biltmore Hotel. And I played tennis because at the time when I was uh, growing up, like tennis was kind of the thing. It was Jimmy Connors and you know Bjorn Borg playing yeah. with wooden rackets. And my dad, I think, was all into that stuff. <laughs> and I look back and I think, why, why not golf? We were right there. Right. I had all the opportunity. You know, later on in life, I, I ended up finishing high school in Richmond, Virginia. I went to college at uh, James Madison up there, and I embarked on this uh, marketing and advertising career. And it you know, just coincidentally brought me back to Miami. And when I came back to Miami, we were at this advertising agency that was uh, small but blowing up. It became the most famous advertising agency in the world, and we worked all the time. And our, me and uh, a buddy of mine named Ryan, our stress relief was then to go play golf. We had played a few times through the years, we were terrible, and we started going to the Biltmore, to the very course I had grown up on but never played at, and we bought like a year-round all-you-can-golf pass. And when Friday would come around after working countless hours, we would go play golden tea, grab a couple of beers, wake up, play 36, sometimes even 54 holes, play the next day. I mean, so, and this was the beginning of like really finding uh, peace and solace and all the things that we love about the game of golf yeah. was that, was being with a great buddy. And, and this was before social media and before a lot of the digital platforms that we used to have before the iPhone. And now what's so cool is that you can find those people and those experiences through these communities now. No Lane Ups played a big role in bringing all of these people together. And there's other places where they, where they can meet online and tell stories. But now you find these people that are really similar to you and you're like, yes, like, that's what I do. I, I was reading the other day, this, uh, it, I, this woman said that the way she falls asleep at night is playing around a golf in her head. And I was like, I've been doing that for 15 or 20 years. That's exactly how I fall asleep at night. So I love that now we can find these people. But at the time for me, it was what was with my buddy Ryan. And that's what we did. 
And uh, if you fast forward just a little bit, life took me out to, uh, to California and then to Austin uh, about five years ago. And the golf, all the golf stuff was happening through all of those things. And so now and to, to answer your question about Mr. Ma, how did this all start? A group of us in Austin, we play rounds of golf together. We play chip, we do chipping and putting contests. We go on golf trips. We, we do all the, all the golf things and we spend a lot of time with each other. And I started making some shirts for our group of friends. Just, uh, it, uh, I wouldn't say it was a joke. It was more just like a bonding thing. Like I, 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 uh, I, I knew uh, through some introductions, I met the guys at Holderness and Born and a lot of these guys weren't familiar with the brand. And I said, yeah, I'm gonna go make some shirts. You'll love them. And when everybody got these shirts, they were like, man, these are, these are awesome shirts. And we had a logo and everything looked good. And, and you know how these conversations can go. All of a sudden you, you find yourself saying, well, maybe we can make a business out of this. I don't know, uh, maybe there's something here. And so the funny thing was, if you see our logo, we have a skull and a flag and room for about four letters. And we had a name that we wanted to use and we went to trademark it and it was not available. And we offered this guy a little bit of money, like a nominal amount of money. He's not using it, by the way. He's not using the name okay. that we originally wanted. And at this time, yeah. was this still just a, a passion project? Passion project. Or was project. this going to be a business? We didn't know. Okay. I mean, you know, it was, it, uh, we know it was going to be a business. By the time we were looking into the trademarks, it was going to be a business, okay. but it's also a passion project. It's kind of all, all the, it, this was not just, it wasn't just to make more shirts for our friends. At but this the, point, we had moved to, this is gonna be a business. The good advertising and marketing side of you, you knew, hey, I need to get, a, get ahead of yes. this, get the trademark done. Yes. I'm making all these shirts. We don't know what's yeah. gonna happen with it, but at the end of the day, I don't want it falling back on me. Yeah, and we violated like cardinal rule of branding and naming, which was we really had a logo we liked, but we hadn't looked into trademarks yet. <laughs> so so we, we then start looking into the trademark. We can't get the name we wanted. We offered this guy a little bit of money. He said, you're not even close. You're not even in the ballpark. We said, forget it. So then we actually had to find a name that would fit into the logo we already <laughs> liked, which is just the complete, you know, ass backwards way to, right. to, to start this. And we ended up just, we knew that if we just used our initials, uh, that we could fit those in in the four letter, letter thing. And it would just be kind of random. And unless you know us, most people will just think it's some uh, kind of random name. And, and, the, and the funniest part about this was we called our local attorneys when we were going with Mr. Ma, which is the initials of myself and the other co-founder, co Matt Andreessen. And we called the lawyer and we said, we want to use Mr. Ma. And he ran the, they, they ran the trademark uh, applications and everything. And he called us and he said, well, everything's fine with the trademark. You can, you can get it, it's no problem. But he said, you know, but if, I don't, if you don't mind, could I give you some marketing advice? And I was like, sure, I guess, at whatever your crazy legal rate is, please right. give me some marketing advice. He said, people are gonna Google your brand and for pages and pages, when they search your brand on Google, it's gonna come up as Jack Ma, the investor from Asia, the famous investor, because Mr. Ma, and, I, and we were like, you know what, we'll live with that. At some point right. in the future, our relevance will move up and, <laughs> and it'll work out, but I was, thank you for the advice. And so that's where the name came from. We retrofitted it into a logo we liked that had a different name in it. You know, from there, Cody, weren't just trying to start a company for the sake of starting a company. We have. Uh, lives that we that we like and we feel very privileged and we wanted to do something in the space that was giving back but we weren't exactly sure what form that would take and so we we kind of had the parts and pieces but we hadn't yet figured out how they were all going to come together 
And we, we, we started out, uh, Matt and I both have connections uh, and, and, and interest in helping veterans. He's on the board of a great organization called Homes for Our Troops, which builds adaptive homes for veterans with disabilities. My grandfather served, my two uncles served, my dad served. So we, we've got a lot of that around us, but we still weren't exactly sure what to do with all this. And so when we launched the brand at the end of 2021, we had just a variety of charities. And in fact, if anybody who's listening to this right now goes and looks at our website, you'll still see that where there's a t-shirt that supports girls in golf. There's an art print that supports the first tee. We've got some uh, uh, leftover things from a, uh, a tournament we did to support the SEAL Legacy Foundation, yep. which helps uh, SEALs uh, out of Austin, Texas. And so it's a bit of a hodgepodge. But we knew that we wanted that to be a big part of this. And I think that it's uh, there's a lot of really great new brands in the golf space. I think it's a wonderful thing that's happening in the kind of in the golf category, if you will, with with everything from media to apparel and everything in between. It's a great time. But we, we thought there was an opportunity to do something where you can have great merch and great apparel, but you can also uh, tell the world that you're supporting something something bigger than that. Well, so not just that, that you guys, you, you, you say that, but you guys literally are living the life of standing for something. They're not just words that are on a website. They're not just words that you say out loud. Your actions are behind that. And I think that's the number one reason why I was drawn to you guys is because you're literally putting your words where your mouth yeah. is. And our money. <laughs> and very much yeah. your money. Yeah. And as a as starting a young business, I, I know that's difficult at times. It is. Because it is something that you guys are so passionate about, the giving, is that quite frankly, even right now, we could probably say you guys are giving more than is coming in. You can definitely say that. And if this, if my, if I was being, if I put all of our, you know, financial documents on the internet, the that, it would prove, it would prove that. Yeah, I'm the CFO also. <laughs> I can tell you that that's true, but we're comfortable with that investment. I think that it costs a little bit of money to establish uh, awareness for our company, for the brand. And it costs a little bit of money to do some of the things that we're starting to do to support uh, the, the, the people and the, and the, portion of golf that we're interested in supporting. So we're, we're investing, I guess, uh, money in that. And we know that, uh, that that'll, that'll, that'll pay off in spades. And, um, you know, a funny thing, Cody, is how we, how we eventually narrowed in on, uh, injured veteran golfers. I, we had become aware of, uh, the Simpson cup, which is, I think something you'll probably be talking about a little bit more. I know you went last year and it's, it's a very, um, moving experience and it's a really uh, uh, cool thing and it, it, if people don't know it's kind of like a Ryder Cup for injured veterans that is uh, pits the US against Great Britain put on by an organization called the On Course Foundation and we had found out about the Simpson Cup and uh, Matt and I are having dinner one night at this awesome Vietnamese restaurant and we started wondering where we should spend our money our marketing dollars if you will and we, you know, it makes for fun conversation over a drink to say, well, what if we sponsored this guy on the PGA Tour or this, this woman on the, on the uh, Epson Tour or the Corn Ferry, or maybe we should do an NIL deal with a college. And right. you're, it's actually a fun conversation because it kind of, it, it helps you understand where you think there's fits for your brand and also be fun things for us. And yet we felt nothing after having that whole conversation. It made for a little bit of humor, but we didn't, none of it felt right. And we had been made aware of the Simpson Cup. We obviously had this connection through a bunch of different things to, uh, to veterans that we want to support. And we, said, we were like, what if we explore this space? But we didn't know much about it because we didn't know, in terms of, in terms of being 
athletes that would represent the brand. We didn't know all the activities that they do. So we knew that there was a Simpson Cup, but we didn't know what they did right. on the other 51 weekends of the year and That's what a, they did with a golf. Great point. And something that I thought about last year at the Simpsons Cup is that you look at it from an outsider coming in for this week of activities and you're like, wow, you know, these guys are incredible athletes. They've, you know, overcome extreme yes. odds and adversity in their life through their service. Look at how they're performing now. That's great for this week. What else are they now doing? Are, are, they, yeah. are they roofers? Are yeah. they chiropractors, exactly. doctors? Some of them still in service. Yeah. Like what actually is going on? Correct. And I think that's the perfect tie-in what you're going to go down. And, that, and, and that's what unlocked everything. So, so in just a short amount of time, we went from we want to start a golf brand and we want to support worthy organizations and veterans will be a part of that. This was like the clouds parting because what happened was we said, well, let's look, let's take a look at this. And I called somebody I knew who had, uh, who had been to the event last year. And I said, I kind of want to get into this space with Mr. Ma, but I don't know a lot about it. And he said, this would be perfect. And I, I asked him, I said, who should I talk to? And he said, call Mike Brown. <laughs> and so I got on the, who's, I think episode five, maybe Absolutely. if I could put a plug in for your, uh, for your pod, which is a must listen if you're getting into the downrange. And um, I called Mike and, you know, my head exploded. Like, I, I was like, oh my gosh, he educated me in like an hour on, he, he plays on, on, on the European tour. So I, for people who don't know, he's out of England. We do not sell Mr. Ma in England. So right out of the gate, this is one of many things that doesn't make a ton of sense. But I was just enchanted with Mike's, this amazing guy. He's got an amazing story, as people may know from you. I get on the phone with him, and I said, tell me about, I need to learn. What, what's going on here? And he's told me everything. He talked to me about different types of amputations. He told me about playing in able-bodied events and corn fairy qualifiers and celebrity pro-ams and doing clinics and how in Europe the disabled events are attached to the regular European tour and they play the same things. And I, and I immediately, when I was done talking to Mike, I called Matt, I said, Matt, it's over. We, we've, we figured we it out, it. we found it. Yep. And, and then I, I, the next day I emailed Mike, I said, we want you to, to, to be on our pro staff. And I said, but there's one catch. We don't really sell our stuff in the UK, <laughs> and I probably need a few other guys that are US-based. Right. Can, can you help me out? And uh, just a funny aside, I ended up sending a bunch of clothes to Mike, you know, to uh, Mr. Ma stuff. That's a good and, and I didn't, uh, I had no idea about tariffs. Yeah. And so I go to the UPS store to send this massive box, and he was traveling in Australia. And he said, hey, hey, mate, can you send this to my dad? And I said, yeah, sure, of course. I send this massive box of stuff, and I fill out all the costs of everything that are in the box. I, he finally returns home, and he's like, hey, no big deal. But my dad had to pay 300 quid for that package that yeah. showed up. I was like, I am so sorry, man. I will pay you this. So I'm learning all these things we're learning. Like Next time, I'll either give it to him when he's traveling the United States, or I'll just say, it's a bunch of styrofoam right. peanuts. There's nothing in here. <laughs> uh, anyway, I said to Mike, I need, some, I need some guys in the U.S. He said, you may want to talk to Chad Pfeiffer. He's the guy, and he's, he's, but he's all sponsored up. So, so he said, you, you know, he was kind of warning me. Like, he's got, he's got some stuff, stuff going on. And I had the same routine with Chad. I called Chad. I think you, you know Chad's story, yeah, and you've spent absolutely. some time with him. And, and, and Chad uh, has an has a amputation that, uh, from an injury in Iraq, serving the Army. And, and uh, I had a great conversation with Chad. We did a deal with Chad, and then I ended that one the same way. I said, Chad, I may need just a handful of, handful of guys. Long story short, Mike, Chad Pfeiffer, 
Adam Benza, who's Chad's caddy and friend and fellow competitor, uh, Nick Kimmel, Jesse Williamson, and these are names that people need to get to know, and I think they'll probably be hearing more and more about them, but these are the guys that play in the Simpson Cup. They're out there uh, doing clinics for people who have uh, disabilities. They're helping injured vets through physical and mental challenges that they're going through, I and mean, the list goes on and on and on. Some of them are going to be in Pinehurst for the first ever U.S. Adaptive Open, which is incredible. And um, I'm just, as you can tell, very thrilled to be to be uh, just a part of it. I, when I spend time with these guys, I'm just I just turn into a full-time listener. I just love uh, hearing their stories and um, just just kind of understanding all the different elements. It's not just about their injuries, although that's a big part of it, but all the things they're doing now. I mean, they, they're, they've, they've taken these, these situations and they're, they're inspiring people all over the place. Yeah, I think the biggest thing about the men that you have assembled here is not just who they are and what happened to them, right? But they're literally mentors, yes. they're role models, they're pillars of excellence for people who have gone through tragedies, through traumatic circumstances, majority of them still processing everything day by day. Same thing as mine, not, not as an extreme as an injury, but we all deal with our own hidden demons every single day. And those men, their ability to, to talk openly and freely about it is so inspiring to, to not only veterans, but everybody who listens to their story. It is, and I, I don't want to speak for all of them because I haven't had this exact conversation with them, but I've now heard, I think, two or three times consistently uh, these men say, if I, even if I had the opportunity to go back and change it, I wouldn't. Yep. If you think about that, that's, that speaks to the realization that they're having of the impact, that the positive impact they're having on uh, the, the people around them, but in some cases themselves. Yeah. They're happier people because of different things that have happened as a result of the injuries and then the things that come from that, that they, where they've had either a different appreciation about the world or the people being able to travel or doing things through golf. And just, it's, it's, just a, it's just a fantastic space. And I know that you're gonna spend time, uh, you've already spent a lot of time with them and others that we're not talking about and we're gonna learn more about them. And I'm so excited to be supporting them. I had one of the guys I just mentioned called me and he said, hey man, I've never been sponsored. And I, and I was like, cool. that's why we're doing this. Yep. And it, and it took me back to the conversation I had at the Vietnamese restaurant where we were thinking about sponsoring tour players and all these other things, which is fine. And that's, that's a part of golf that's, that's great too, but this, this feels like the right place for us. Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more with all of that. So it's you, it's Matt. Yep. We've heard about the five incredible athletes that you sponsor, but it's not just that. You guys are bringing families along, friends. You have this entire Austin-based community that is already your guys' biggest supporters and we're gonna blow that out of the water. But I think the coolest thing about it is that from both your guys' families, the level of support and buy-in from them has just been incredible. You mean from our, from our immediate families? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember uh, talking to my family and saying, I think we're gonna do this and it's gonna, you know, I'll be up in the garage at night and I'll do this in the morning and I need some help dropping packages at the UPS <laughs> store and all this stuff. And, and family's like, let's go. You know, my yeah. kids help me pack stuff. Uh, they help me design clothes. It, it's a it's a bit of a family affair. But that's what happens in these early stages. Yeah. You know, I I want to believe that you'll have me back on in I don't know five years or something like that. And I will I will look back and we'll look back together and maybe chuckle about all the Absolutely. learning curve and all and all these things. It's just uh, you know for me it's exciting to do something entrepreneurial. 
it's, it's exciting to take a lot of years of doing things for other brands and, and you know, do marketing for all these big, big companies and really apply some of that here. And then obviously what we're talking about, most importantly, I, I love that we're able to start to get involved and learn about a, a corner of golf that until now doesn't, hasn't and doesn't get a lot of attention but I think it's gonna start getting more. I mean, you don't get USGA events and do Simpson Cups and have companies wanting to support you. I think it's, you know, again, if we come back in five years, I think we'll be having a different conversation about this space. No, I completely agree with that. And I think the biggest thing, you know, I've been doing this podcast for almost a year now, and I've had other opportunities for sponsorship come up and nothing really felt right. And I think that was until we got right. together and started talking about it and figured out the fit. And the number one thing that I told you, and I, I hope something that resonated with you and Matt about it was, you know, it's very easy for me just to sell ad space and to read a read, but I am 100% bought in. I truly am going to be a representative of you and the company that you and Matt founded. I'm going to live this life. I'm going to walk the path with your adaptive athletes. And I'm so excited for everything that the future comes. Well, thanks, and it's equal. I mean, we—I, I, it, it seems almost too good to be true. We got, we must be missing Maybe. something in this, <laughs> but uh, we're thrilled, and we're, we are so proud to be presenting sponsor of this podcast. And you know, I, you know, I love the podcast myself personally, but I think the, the, you know what you're doing, who you're bringing on, and what we're doing with Mr. Ma are a great fit. We have big dreams. I mean, we, this is really small. We've we've been in business for less than a year. We're still learning. Um, I'm still learning the, the language and, and how, to, how to talk to people with different kinds of injuries. And um, we have big dreams though. I mean, I, there, there will be a day where this gets more media coverage. There'll be a day where we've got big time tournaments and we're gonna, yep. keep, we're gonna keep chipping away at that. No, absolutely. And I cannot wait for that. For, until then though, what I need everybody to do, if you wanna find out more information about Mr. Ma, please go to the website, www.mrmagolf.com. Now again, that's Mr. Ma as in M-R-M-A golf.com. And you can follow along with them on Instagram as well, at Mr. Ma golf. So please spell it out, M-R-M-A golf, follow along. I'm excited to see some new merch coming out. And at the end of the day, you're supporting the right people. You got incredible backing between your guys' families and I think the only thing that, that we have left to do is probably get some merch sold, right? Let's go. Let's okay. do it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time and everything you do. Appreciate awesome. it. We look forward to partnering with you on lots of things. Cool. Thanks, Thanks. Mason. Appreciate it, Cody.